So we're back with a letter. A letter. It's been a couple months. It's been a while. Um, I'm really excited. I almost deleted this letter though, because Why? it's a subject line. So when a lot of people send us their letters, they just make up, like they go and like make up a new Gmail account. So it's always like from like five, six, eight, two, five or whatever, something weird. So yeah. the subject line said sperm donor. And I, in my head, I'm like, oh God, what kind of websites has Jesse been leaving our email? <laughs> like, what has he been looking up? Like under our name? <laughs> I, and I've heard it's a great way to make cash fast. Yeah. Um, Sperm donor. Yes. Well, wait, before you read it, I have to ask you about a tweet I saw this morning from you talking about how you're swearing off dating apps. Oh my God. This is like the no, but, same Hang on. Come on. Yeah, but I think it's because, well, first of all, the reason it struck me is because normally this is the sort of thing we text about you and I, and I didn't get a text about no dating apps or you being in any kind of hot water with a guy. So I'm like, I'm going to ask her on air what this is about deleting the dating apps. So like a month and a half ago, I got dumped and I didn't take it very well. And I was really upset. And, you know, I've always struggled with be feeling very lonely living in Ottawa. So... Yeah. I was like, you know what? You've got to get back in there, Jenna. You can't just like, just because this one didn't work out doesn't mean like, I was trying to get myself out of the part of the breakup where you hate yourself and you think everything's wrong with you and that you're going to be alone for the rest of your life. You know? I understand that. And you, are, you have always been very optimistic when it comes to love and dating. Like you get right back on the horse. Yeah, exactly. But this, this one stung a bit. So I was like, okay, maybe the dating app will help. So I uploaded Hinge again and I was on it. And like, it was just not the best. And so I was like, maybe I'll like do another one too and have two dating apps going like, hello. Oh God. So I had downloaded Bumble and like, honestly, my feelings of like self despair and everything just got worse and worse. And, oh, no. you know, and it was because there's just such a lack of selection that I saw. And it got, so, I got so sad about it and discouraged. Like I was crying in the bathtub, like, it was oh. state of affairs. So I figured, you know what? Maybe that was doing more harm than good. And so I deleted them and it felt good. And I felt good since actually. Good. I think that, and uh, it didn't help when you saw my sister's ex-boyfriend on there, oh. red flag. <laughs> <Left>. <laughs> Check your mic. I don't think your mic's um, working while I talk and try to delay here. But I'm agreeing with you that dating apps don't work. And I wonder if it's a personality thing because you and I are, you know, bold personalities to put it lightly. And um, I think dating apps work for very generic, plain people that are uh, easy to love. <laughs> right, right. Sorry there, I fixed my mic, my bad. Yeah, way better, way better. Yeah, uh, I mean, yeah so I, for me, it's just that initial conversation. It's so forced, it's so unnatural. And it's always the same questions over and over and over again. And they never, once you're done with the questions, you expect the conversation to go somewhere and it just never does. And it's like, okay, no. I just wasted my time. You know, like the attention's nice, but at the end of the day, like, I don't know. Yeah. I just personally, I found it more discouraging than encouraging. And I'm at that point right now mentally that I just can't have that in my life. Well, and I remember previous to your last relationship, you weren't crazy about the dating apps then either. And you met that guy in real life, which right. was what was so exciting to me about that relationship is that in this day and age, you can still meet people in real life. There is hope. There is hope. There is hope. And it's hard to see it right now because, you know, COVID and dating yeah. apps, everything's so complicated, but at the end of the day, there's gotta be hope. You know, what's hopeful is I'm not dying. 
Oh, was that a risk? <laughs> well, I've been doing a lot of biking, right? And I went on my longest bike. I did like over 20 Ks and I came home and then I went straight into a leg workout and I like totally screwed myself. Like I was like crippled after and I was like, oh, but then I was <laughs> taking a bath and I noticed these crazy bruises. Oh, I saw on, them on your Instagram. Right. All on my thigh. And they were weird looking. It was like, there were little dots and I'm like, whoa that's so weird and I don't bruise very often so I look it up and don't google your shit people right don't yeah. google your shit I google what did it say <laughs> that it can be like uh blood thinning disease it can be cancer it can be all these things and when I posted that I was wondering because one of the things I saw was if you do strenuous exercise blood vessels can break underneath your muscle and oh. that, that's what bruising can cause or bruising can result from that so, you know, like I was like, okay, maybe, but then I posted that seeing like, maybe if there's other cyclists that have had this and the only responses I got was from a friend who did beat cancer. And she's like, you know, excess bruising is a sign of blood cancer. And I was like, oh my God, and then I just start freaking out. So I'm talking to my mom and I'm like, do I have to take a doctor's appointment? Like starting to freak out. And she's like, are you sure? Cause I have to carry my bike up two flights of stairs and back down. Uh... Like, are you sure it's not your bike? So I went over and picked it up. Like I normally pick it up the pedal lies exactly where the bruises are. And my pedal uh. has little spikes all over it. So that's where the little dots came from, but I'm not dying. Thank God. That must've been such a relief when you figured that out. It, it really was because it was something that never happened yeah. to me. So I was really worried about it. And they were all over. I looked like I had leprosy. Yeah, I'll post, it, I'll post I a picture on our YouTube. Okay. Yeah, it was, they were unusual looking, but I thought you were going to be right on with the broken blood vessels. Yeah. Um, that makes a lot of I, sense. One, uh, what? I, I didn't work out that hard. <laughs> well, I thought you did because you'd been off for so many weeks right. with a broken leg. Right. So it made sense to me. One time I noticed on my bulging bicep, I looked like I had a perfectly round cigarette burn, but it was a bruise. And I, that must've been why it was when Maybe. gyms were open. Yes, of course it was Jesse. <laughs> they can't see that eye roll. <laughs> Of course it was. You could see it if you watch our YouTube channel. Hey, messy podcast. Really great comments on there too. And lots of people going and new listeners or watchers or whatever the hell you want to call them, going and watching ones from a while ago and commenting on it. Like our great letter, in-person letter we did with Wendy. Someone just left an amazing comment about how awesome she was and how open she was. And then that's going to lead to such a great relationship. And I was like, yeah, we're not just getting people <laughs> posting like, promote your shit on our website like no you know i'm not surprised that episode gets a lot of hips hits because the title is i want to watch my man get pegged <laughs> <laughs> hey whatever works works hey that's right right including sperm exactly i imagine will be in this episode's title <laughs> exactly so this person wrote us and said sperm donor is the subject title can go many ways can go many ways I'm just curious, I, my big thing, because I feel like I know what this is about now, but I, it just it takes a totally different turn whether the writer is a man or a woman. It's a woman. Ah. Hi, J&J. &J. First, I want to say how sorry I am to have heard about Jessie's mom. She sounds like such a great person. Thank you for being so vulnerable and open on your last episode. I'm sure it helps someone out there who's dealing with loss. Oh, thank you for saying that. Very sweet. So this is kind of odd. <laughs> no segue, just... Right in there, no <laughs> lube, right in there. Always use lube. Our kind of writer. So this is kind <laughs> of odd, even for you guys. 
I'm 30 years old and I have a fairly good friend. We've known each other for five years. We became a lot closer throughout my pregnancy and she was super supportive and it was great having her help my husband and me out when we needed it. Obviously she was around more often and she always commented on how perfect my baby was. I figured it was just what friends tell each other and I didn't really think much of it. One day we were sitting at the park and once again, she was talking about how cute and well-behaved my baby was when all of a sudden she looked at me and said, would it be okay if I asked your husband to be my sperm donor? You guys, I almost spat my coffee out. She oh just went God. right there with that extremely awkward question. I think she- And I'm assuming, wait, she must have been dead serious. Cause you know, you and I talk about having a baby but we're like half serious, but mostly joking. I have a feeling this woman was serious. Oh my God. Yeah. Um, uh, I think she could see that I was uncomfortable. So she went on about how awesome it would be if our kids were siblings. <gasps> He's so cute. And that since she's single, she would rather have a donor that she knows. I told her I would think about it, but I'm creeped out. Am I an awful friend for thinking this is out of bounds? How do I let her down gently? Should I tell my husband? Can we still be friends after this? Can't wait to hear what you guys have to say. Thanks. I mean, first of all, that's just what new parents need, right? Hey, cute baby, can I have one like it? Where'd you get that thing? Like, what the frick? Like, that is just, right? this we're is like crazy. Human beings, we're not new pairs of shoes. Yeah. Like, like oh my God, I love your shoes, they're so cute, where'd you get them? Can I get them too? Even then I'd be like, no bitch. <laughs> yeah, and then if Bless I was, the, if I, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and then you'd start thinking that, your girlfriend wants to bang your husband. Right. I would start thinking, because like if the baby's so perfect and you're willing to take his sperm, I mean, would you say no, sweetheart, on a drunken night? I think first you need to evaluate your friendship. The amount of years you've known someone does not determine how close your friendship is. Jesse and I have known each other for five years and I would say we are very close. I've known oh, other people- I thought you were gonna be like, I could care less about it. <laughs> I've known other yeah. people for five years and you know we're not as close we wouldn't share as much I wouldn't be as vulnerable and open with them as you so like really need to evaluate your friendship yeah I, I'm just like I I'm I try to keep an open mind and I'm thinking that this girl that asked that is probably just she didn't think it all the way through you know she didn't think it all the way through. It's just kind of like, if you're going to ask somebody to do that for you, and I know people that have, you have to be very delicate and understand people need to go away and think about it. Like it's not a flash decision. Well, it kind of sounds like her friend was maybe really feeling the pressure of, and I Having can relate to the friend right now because I am, right. and I'm older and I'm about to have a birthday in a month. So, mm -hmm. you know, I'm really feeling that I'm getting older. I'm not where I thought I would be in my life at this age. You know, time's a ticking. Plus she's yeah. been hanging around you and your husband with a new baby a lot. I'm sure she's just feeling everything and just kind of blurted it out. And maybe herself needs to really figure out if this is something, the route she wants to go. Well, you know, Sister Wives is a very popular show. Maybe. <laughs> They're Maybe like, all, they all just like left him now, though. I think he's only left oh, with like they? two or something. But I think that it's sounds like, like what? Legit what OG doing. wife. Oh, sorry. The legit OG wife from the beginning, I think, pieced. Oh, oh the blonde one. Yeah. I never really watched that. She just has like Robin show. now. Yeah. 
but that kind of sounds like what the friend's going for. If you love the baby, you love me, you love my husband, yeah. move on in, I guess. Like, I mean, it is very possible for him to be a sperm donor and there be no, nothing, like there's nothing sexual about that. Yeah, you know? right. But like, it screws me up because on one hand, she says, be a sperm donor and then let's raise them as siblings. So is he a sperm donor or is he the dad? Right. Like, you can't have it both ways. Right. I do understand like not wanting to do that with a stranger, but like, don't you have friends? Don't you have other male friends that would be more than willing to do that? Don't you have a gay friend? Right. That's what we're good for. Yeah. The, per the I know a lesbian couple. I don't know the lesbians. I know a gay guy, his name's James. And he donated sperm to a lesbian couple. And because it's so expensive, they did it old school. There's kits you can order on Amazon. I thought you and meant like, oh, natural. No, no, not that old school. But he <laughs> goes in the bathrooms, jerks it into a little cup and rushes out to the living room. And she's there with the syringe ready to go. And it worked. Oh my gosh. There's this show on TLC. Obviously we're relating everything back to TLC. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, in but, this situation. Yeah. And it's called smothered. And I only saw the preview, but it looked like it was a lesbian couple. And so smothered's about a mother and daughters who are just, and sons who are just way too close. And oh. it was this woman, she was talking to what I thought, again, I didn't watch the show, but I assumed it was her partner. Cause she was like, yeah, last night, mom inseminated me. And the, the partner was like, what? And she's like, yeah. And she's like, your mother? And she's like, yeah, what's wrong with that? And like, you could tell, like, I wish I could watch the rest of the episode because you tell the partner would be like, if anything, wouldn't that be something I did? Like, yeah. But yeah. they must have used a, uh, like a turkey yeah. baster style. You know, when it comes to things like surrogacy and sperm donation, like everyone has such a different opinion on it. And everyone has areas that they are sensitive about and that they aren't. So our writer really needs to be honest with how she feels about it and her friend. And at the end of yeah. the day, if your friend gets upset and isn't your friend anymore, she was never your friend to begin with. Yeah, that's a very big thing to ask somebody. And you also don't know how you're going to feel until the baby's here. You, you know, that's a big reason that people use anonymous sperm donors so that they can't come looking for the kid. You know, James, my friend I was just talking about, he knows another gay guy that I have no idea who it is that donated his sperm also to a lesbian couple. But then when the baby was like five months old, he started to catch feelings like, hey, that's my kid. I want to be in their life. But it was too late because they'd signed all the paperwork. And, you know, so on both sides, you have to be sure that this is really something you can handle. Right. And there's always ways to like, you know, work it out so that both parties are happy at the end you know but it's just yeah, something yeah. you really have to talk about it's not something you agree about while you're in the park no <laughs> but you know i do like the idea of using someone you know because think about the kid right when the kid gets older and they want to know where they came from and all this what are you going to say oh, i was browsing through the catalog this guy had nice eyes you know so i just eeny meeny miny mo <laughs> but think about it jesse the kids that are born today that's not going to be an awkward situation or a conversation. There's going to be other kids just like them. That's like, true. Right? Because this is 2021 now. All different kinds of shit are happening. There's going to be a bunch of kids who has one mom, you know, doesn't know their dad. And it's not going to be because the dad run off. It's just because it was a sperm donor. Or there's going yeah. to be, you know, kids that are born by their aunt, were like birthed by their aunt but their mom and their parents are their parents because it's surrogacy. Like there's all these different, and that's going to be uh, the future generations normal. Whereas I, us, I, I, it wasn't so normal. 
and maybe that's a generational thing. I was going to say, like, you know how adopted kids, like even producer John said he had this burning desire to get to know his biological family. And I've heard that a lot from adopted kids. And I just wonder if you were a sperm donor baby, would you always have this? Well, who is my dad? Is that him? Is that him? Right. Every time you see a guy that looks like you. Exactly. And if you're thinking of going that route, that's something you definitely need to consider and be prepared yeah. for, you know, it's not to like, I think, you know, sperm donor, if people can have children and they want to, then great. All good for them. I'm not taking away from it, but there's yeah. a lot of, it's a very sticky area. Hey, hey, you're so funny. It is. And you don't, you might think you know how someone's going to react, but then you don't like when I was in a long-term relationship, I, we talked about asking my sister, Justine, to, to be our surrogate because, you know, we're like practically twins. So I felt like if she had a baby with my boyfriend, that would be the closest thing to me and him having a baby. Right. Which is not a bad idea. Right. But we brought the idea up with her and she was so weirded out and she was like, uh, okay. She was probably like 12 at the time too. But right. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, your sister's not that old. So when did you guys ask yeah. her exactly? Well, I, I brought it up again recently. We were saying, hey, remember this? And she said to me, the reason it was so awkward was not that actually doing it. It was the idea of explaining to the baby that your aunt is also your mom and your uncle is really your dad. It's like <laughs> too hillbilly -ish. But if you explain it in a different way, like that's the thing is what mm -hmm. you're explaining is like a nuclear family, but- you right. know, when this is like your aunt carried you, not your mom, yes, like your aunt right. carried you in her belly. And so that we could have you like she was just like an incubator for a bit. You're, you're so right. You have to dumb things down for kids. Like when you're like, where do babies come from? Well, they grow in my tummy. You don't try to say, well, it's actually in my vagina and my right. uterus. You know, you just dumb it down. There's been a lot of discussion, though, of using the actual pr proper terminology with little kids from a young age. I have heard using about this, the, yeah. the terms vagina and penis and, you know, so, because if, you know, there's ever an instance where someone touches them inappropriately, like, oh, don't yeah. touch my cookie. It sounds fucking weird. Like, and yeah, they, you're right. they can they can express themselves to to parents and stuff and say, this is exactly where and what happened, you know? Yeah, so I dark. can see that. Yeah. Well, no, but you're right. When you say things like, why not use terms? Like, think there's other terms that we don't have euphemisms for. We just don't understand taxes. When you're a kid, you don't know what taxes are. You hear grownups bitching about Theft. them. Theft. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, my poor little brother is, is having to grow up real quick um, after what happened to our mom. And he's like, last night, he was just raging about taxes. He's like, what the hell is this? And how do you file this? And why do they want this line number? And I'm like, oh, Jake. Welcome to adulthood. Remember uh, when you were a kid and you wanted to grow up and all the grownups are like, no, no, you don't want to grow up. This is why. <laughs> honestly, like, does he ever look at his paycheck too? Because that really fucking hurts. I told him to, he's like, no, you know, he's in construction, straight guy. And I was like, go check. It'll piss you off. That's even more. They almost take half of what you make, bro. Uh, it's <laughs> painful, yeah. Uh, but, but back to our listener, I think like, I do think you should say something to your husband. Yeah, let's ask him. Hey, why doesn't he have a say in this? <laughs> But like, that's a conversation that like clearly involves him. And I just think it's fair that he's a little bit in the loop of how this woman is like seeing him. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I think both of you should sit down and talk to her and just explain in a very mature, I understand where you're coming from and I understand you want a family. However, for us, it's just not right for us yeah. you know, to do that. But we'd be more than happy to support you through the progress, you know, because she supported them through yeah. their, their baby then. You know, but if, she, you know, just gauge the scene and if she starts getting weird and squirrely and, 
you know, then well, maybe that's I think a friendship it's gonna... not worth having. You're right. And it may end anyway, because if it's just too awkward, like the thing I'm worried about is that if the friend was really lighthearted and like really was thinking this is a fun thing they could do as girlfriends. And then the mom comes and has this big serious sit down. That's probably going to hurt her feelings and be like, okay, I was just, I thought this was a positive thing, you know, except for sperm donor and having children isn't like a joke. And it's a pretty big deal. It's not like, hey, let's go get matching tattoos. No. But okay, but that's even a good example because let's say you wanted matching tattoos and I didn't. Now I have to explain to you why not. Like, I don't want a tattoo with you. I guess me is a bad example because I don't have any tattoos. But if I did, that could could hurt your feelings. Yeah, I guess. I mean, at the same time, like I'm sure I've suggested getting matching tattoos with tons of my friends and they've been like, no. That's true. That's true. You Again, know, every time at the end it. of the day, if they're really your friend, they're not going to hold something like that against you. No, that is a no. huge decision. It's a personal decision, you know? Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm trying to give the friend too much credit um, because yeah. I just can't believe that somebody would be serious about this sitting at a park. Right. Well, is there ever really a good time to bring it up? Probably not. So. Well, let's take advice from our good pal Christopher Lovestone earlier this week. He said, you got to set the stage. Okay, I have something really big I want to talk to you about. Right. right? Kind yeah, of what I did do any of that. The, yeah, kind of what I did to you at the beginning of this episode, behind the scenes. Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jenna's about to tell me she's pregnant. Stay tuned. <laughs> no, no, I'm not. No. I'm not. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, yeah. sit down, include your husband in this whole thing, you know, and just if, you know, just talk it through. Maybe yeah. she will, re- once you guys express how you feel, maybe she'll realize how silly it kind of was in the first place. Yeah, and I was going to say, and maybe you'll find out that she was joking or not serious, but that's not really a joke, so. Or even better, if your husband has a brother, offer his sperm up. Yeah. <laughs> Can we hear from the man? Can you please have the, the husbands write us a letter and give their take on this? Because I feel like they have to be the ones to decide. <laughs> For They're sure. the ones that are going to give you the substance or not. Yeah, which is why you need to include him in this discussion with your friend. Yeah, not us. Why are you talking to us? <laughs> Good luck, though. <laughs> yeah. Let us know what happens. And if you need a baby name, Jesse and Jenna are great choices. Right. I'll, also, <laughs> if you want to send us a letter, please do. Jesse and Jenna's Messy Podcast at gmail.com. Cheers. Cheers.